0: In the interest of community service, Power 88 presents live talk shows to inform, enlighten, and to stimulate thought and dialogue. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the staff and management of KCEP or the EOB. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Or call in and participate at 647-3688. This funding for Community Partners for Better Health. On KCEP, Power 88 is underwritten by the Southern Nevada Health District. The and here is your host.
1: Good morning, Las Vegas, and welcome to A Healthier Tomorrow. I'm your host, Will Rucker, and joining me is my fabulous co-host...
0: Alisa
1: Howard. We are so excited that you're tuned in to this month's program. The Healthier Tomorrow program is brought to you by the Office of Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion at the Southern Nevada Health District. Heart disease is the number one killer of all Americans, but the risk is higher for African Americans. African-Americans are 20% more likely to die from heart disease than non-Hispanic whites. For more information on heart disease and how it can be prevented, visit www.gethealthyclarkcounty.org. And that's the subject of our show today. We are talking about all things heart health. So let your neighbors, your friends, your cousins, even the folks you don't like so much, let them know that a healthier tomorrow is on the air and they should tune in right now. We've got a packed studio with an amazing guest, actually several amazing guests. So I'm going to turn it over to a familiar voice, Amina Harvey, to welcome our special folks.
0: Good morning. Um, Thank you for this opportunity. Today is also Valentine's Day, so what a great way to talk about Heart Month, um, to talk about love, you know, care about your heart, and um, also care about those who you love. Today I will be introducing our um, um, community partner, the YMCA, Brianna Barber, who will talk about the self-monitoring blood pressure program.
1: So thank you for introducing Brianna. So Brianna, Barber and I actually have an email ch- uh, chain going for something completely unrelated, and we didn't know. And they're taking pictures and all kind of selfies. I love it. It's just fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is this is almost like a you know serendipity or something here.
2: It's great to see you and put a name to a face. Uh, thank you for having me.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining the program. Tell us first before we even get into the topic. Tell us a little bit about the why and how you got engaged there.
2: Well, that was that's a long story. So I'll keep it short. Uh, Brianna Barber, executive director for the YMCA of Southern Nevada, and I have been with the YMCA for twenty plus years, and um, we are here to support the community. We have three focus areas working with youth, uh, working to make sure that we're fulfilling our philanthropic goals of supporting fundraising so that it's accessible to all and also, of course, healthy living.
1: I love that, that, and that's a great, <laughs> great concise way to get all of that information in. So, you all have a initiative going right now, take action to improve heart El- heart health, and it's a blood pressure self monitoring program. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Absolutely. Well, chronic disease continues to be a struggle for everybody here in the country. Um, public health is top of mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the YMCA is finding that we are in this space to support the public health initiatives. As we've already mentioned, heart disease is the number one killer here in the state of Nevada. African Americans are more prone to having uh, difficulties with heart health. And so the Blood Pressure Self-Monitoring Program is designed to help people manage and monitor their blood pressure, so specifically those who have high blood pressure, and there's also a nutrition component. So we offer this throughout the year. It's evidence-based. It's 16 weeks in length, and it also uh, comes with... a free YMCA membership for the entire duration of the program so it's really all-encompassing to a holistic approach to heart health.
1: Wow well you you could have led with the free membership that's amazing the YMCA is not an inexpensive join so
2: well we do want to make sure that we're accessible to all so when you were referring to tell me a little bit about the why we are a non-for-profit organization and we want to make sure that we are able to support anybody uh, regardless of their income and so we have scholarships available and something that's relevant to right now now that you might not know is that many of our insurance partners actually provide free memberships to the YMCA. So if you have Medicaid through Silver Summit or through United Healthcare, or you're on one of the Advantage plans, if you're a senior, oftentimes those programs support free memberships to the YMCA. So it's a little-known secret.
1: Wow, Elisa, she's giving us all kind of goodies today.
2: Yes, and I am listening because I will be taking advantage of that. Do so,
0: please.
1: <laughs> now you mentioned that uh, heart. Or or high blood pressure is impactful But what is high blood pressure How do people know if they have it like, like give us the details on that.
2: Yeah so typically if you have hypertension it's going to be something that is diagnosed by your doctor and they will let you know that you have high blood pressure. It's typically measured um, over a period of time and that's when you're going to find that you are in one of those categories to um, be susceptible to have long-term heart challenges and so you want to make sure that you're taking care of it proactively outside of the doctor's office and that's where places like the YMCA and other community partners come into play. We can not just uh, go to the doctor's office to stay healthy. We have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves outside of the medical environment. And so if you have been diagnosed with hypertension from your provider's office, you're then going to be a candidate for this particular program. Okay. And
1: how do people get enrolled in the program?
2: Sure. They can go to our website, uh, LasVegasYMCA.org, and there's going to be a link there for this program. They can also call any YMCA location and get on the interest list. We are accepting intakes now. The program starts at the end of this month and we'll be accepting enrollment throughout March as well oh wow! yeah so we do a long enrollment process just to make sure that the word gets out and they can also um, email any health and wellness director that's on the YMCA website and they'll give us information now I do
0: have a question for you yeah um, you said there you have to be diagnosed by your doctor but are there any prior symptoms before going to the doctor like what prompts people to go to their doctor
2: well heart disease is oftentimes referred to as the silent killer so sometimes you don't know mm. that you have high blood pressure and so it's important that um, you know there's wellness checks available at many stations throughout our service area you can do it at Walgreens a lot of your providers offices have them Walmarts to just to name a few Um, but managing and checking your blood pressure regularly is the best way to determine whether or not you are uh, on that scale of having hypertension that's perfect thank you for that absolutely
1: So, who all qualifies for this
2: program? 18 years of age or older um, is really the only qualification and then knowing that you have hypertension. And so, we will support teaching people how to take their blood pressure properly, um, some of the ways in which to master the most effective way for monitoring your blood pressure. So, uh, not smoking beforehand, not having caffeine beforehand, no exercise, all of those variables can certainly um, affect what your blood pressure readings are at that time. So, we'll help navigate the best way to take your blood pressure pressure regularly, and it's proven that if you're taking it regularly, it's going to help you monitor it regularly, which ultimately leads to having improved outcomes with your blood pressure, which is the whole goal of the program. And so there's also nutrition that we're going to be teaching folks. Um, We're going to help them with active lifestyles, get them engaged in some of the operations at the YMCA so that they learn to love exercise, they feel that there's a sense of community and support within the YMCA environment. That's what we do best.
1: Awesome. Well, you've got 16 weeks to do that in, so it doesn't sound as though this is just going to be a, hey, check your blood pressure, now go away. It's like it's really true engagement is what I'm hearing.
2: Absolutely. so that's where we find the evidence-based support at the YMCA really works is we want to meet with people weekly. Um, we'll set goals with them based around their schedule and figure out what types of exercise routine works best for them. Do they want to do weight training, group classes? Do they need support with stress management through mind-body classes? Um, so there's a lot of different ways that the YMCA can support individuals um, in addition to the facilitated support of this program.
1: I love it. I love it. So, what are some of the results that participants can expect?
2: So, we found that approximately 55% of the individual that individuals that participate in this program do have reduced uh, blood pressure by the time that they're done. And say that number again. 55%. So, over half of the participants that take advantage of the blood pressure program will see reduction in their levels of uh, blood pressure.
1: That's fantastic.
2: Yeah. Okay. You can't. The results don't lie. (laughs)
0: I do have a question for you as well. Um, Since we are at the People Station 88.1, how many, um, African Americans do we have the numbers of
2: African American stats that ha- have heart health problems? I don't have the stats offhand, but what I do know is that the African American population is more prone to having heart disease and hypertension. So we, one of our goals, and this is huge, uh, we have to do this together. Partnership, uh, is imperative to the support of public health, to healthcare innovation. Working with the Southern Nevada Health District has been phenomenal in that we are able to provide these op, these programs for free, and so access education, um, working with healthcare providers, other community-based organizations is something that the YMCA is all about, and it's imperative to supporting folks wherever they are. We want to meet people where they work, where they live, where they play. It cannot just be an isolated area. So if you are listening right now, and there's uh, you work at a uh, organization or have a, a church environment that could utilize some of these programs and services. It doesn't have to be within the four walls of the Y. We are open to doing this outside of our organization and expand the reach to meet people where they are. I love that. Yeah, Thank that's you. That's
1: huge. Yeah, it's that's, huge. That's really great because sometimes folks don't have the access Yep. Uh, just from a transportation standpoint. Absolutely. And also going where people already go. It just makes it really easy. It's
2: got to be convenient or it's not going to happen. Right. And um, just to share a little bit more, the YMCA is having our 80th birthday celebration this Whoa. year. We've been in Las Vegas for a long time, and we are here to meet the needs of the community and to support those that we serve here in the Las Vegas Valley. We've, been, we've got a rich history, much like you all, and are happy to be here today to support uh, heart health. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you for coming and sharing this program. Will you stick around? Absolutely. Awesome. (laughs) The Healthier Tomorrow program is brought to you by the Office of Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion at the Southern Nevada Health District. Keeping blood pressure in check is important for people with hypertension and lowers your risk for stroke or heart disease. Offered in partnership with the YMCA of Southern Nevada, the Healthy Hearts Ambassador Program provides personalized support to help people with hypertension better manage their condition. Classes are free and begin soon, but space is limited. To learn more or to enroll, call the YMCA at 702-832-4901. Or email lacosta at lasvegasymca.org, and I'll spell that for you. It's L-A-C-O-S-T-A at lasvegasymca.org.
0: Well, on our second segment of the show, I have my sidekick, Andre Wade here from Silver State Equality. I'm so happy to be able to publicly call him my sidekick because he does that to me often. <laughs> hi, hi, Andre. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, sidekick. How are you?
0: <laughs> Can you please introduce yourself and tell us what you do You're about Silver State Equality and what you all do there?
3: Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me back again. It's been a couple of years and I love the guests that you all have on the show. I remember going to the YMCA when when I was younger and uh, taking swimming lessons, and my mom has a funny story she likes to tell about one of my incidents while trying to learn how to swim. But, tell us. Tell us. Um, <laughs> not to get into that. We, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm the state director for Service State Equality, which is a statewide LGBTQ plus civil rights organization here in Nevada. We've been around since 2019, and our mission is to bring the voices of LGBTQ plus people and our allies to the institutions of power to create a world that is healthy, just, and fully equal. Uh, we have a C4 and C3 designation, which means we do political work and we do charitable work. So we uh, work to get poor quality candidates elected to office. We try to pass poor quality legislation. And then we have our public education and advocacy programs that we work on, including uh, public health like HIV, Mpox, and uh, COVID-19 awareness and prevention
0: that's amazing in a mouthful yeah <laughs> <laughs> you tell you're good at that's your job <laughs> yes Um, you talked about HIV and I know that you and I just had a National Black HIV Awareness Day our fourth annual uh, with service state equality partnered with my company Minority Health Consultants Um, in that room We had about 100 people, which we get about every year. We're so thankful for the community coming out and talking about something that's so stigmatized, right, like HIV. In that room, there were some powerful conversations that were going on that we've never experienced before in the work that we've done for HIV for years. What did you think about that, and what did you gain from that?
3: You know, the impetus for this format is something that you did i think in 2020 19, 19 right um, before the pandemic Yeah, having a conversation about hiv over dinner and just in a format that's casual to help with stigma reduction and it is something that we did together in 2021 or two? two two let's say 2022 at lolo's Um, did it again. Last year we had like a dinner and show. And then of course this year, as you you mentioned. And we partnered with Gilead Sciences, who did a fantastic presentation, um, Heather Smith did. And She's just, amazing. She is. She captivated
0: she, the audience.
3: She talked about what HIV is, how to transmit it, um, how it's transmitted, how to prevent it, what the stats are, and really just broke it down by population, so male, female, folks who identify as transgender, and just really blew the audience away with just the information. While people, are again, are having dinner and eating, and throwing out questions she's asking them questions she's um questions are going to her and we then ended with a panel discussion and it was a powerful discussion with bishop flunder um rachel holbert of the health district yourself and myself and um yoshi castro who's a transgender um i think miss transgender um of Las Vegas of Las or Vegas something? Something, yes. something. Look, <laughs> she's on my staff, I should know. Uh, but really, the point was just like having a conversation again in a panel discussion and breaking down the impacts that it has on different communities and the education that's needed. And it was just a wonderful conversation that we were able to have. And I just have to throw in real quickly because we're able to do this work because of our sponsors like Gilead Sciences, uh, the Lynx Las Vegas chapter and NV Energy Foundation, so we're really thankful for that support.
0: We're really thankful for their support. Yes. Um, people don't know how much goes into an event. Um, obviously, we know money goes into it, but people don't know how much work goes behind it, so we're really um, thankful for our sponsors for being able to support us in that work and get this get this done for our community. We held it at Nevada Partners because it's in the community, and the point is to try to get um, people from that community to come out so that we reduce transportation barriers, right? Yep. Um. Do we know the number of how many people are living with HIV in Clark County?
3: Um, I pulled up the stats, and so uh, there is a website called AIDS View A-I-D-S-V-U, and I, I will say this. I used to skip over it because you never know what what data is data. But I found out that Gilead Sciences is actually um, a part of this um, website. So they have some good information that is uh, national and then local to Las Vegas and statewide. And so there are about 10, almost 11,000 people um, living with HIV as of 2021. We don't have 2023 data yet. And um, unfortunately, about um, 30% of those folks um, are black. And if you think about 10 um, percent of the population being black in uh, Clark County, I can see that there's a disproportionality there that we are continuously trying to address.
0: Absolutely. And the purpose of National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day, um, which is a mouthful in its own, um, is to bring awareness to the black community specifically. Um, But there are several other um, days that happen, right, for HIV.
3: Yes. And I don't have them off hand, but there is one dedicated to youth, uh, Hispanic, women, um, older uh, folks. And so it's this way that we can just target messaging and outreach and um prevention to these specific populations again because we're just really trying to get down the numbers with hiv being um in nevada one of the highest rates across the nation uh if you include the south which they have the, the worst um rates if you will but Technically, as Heather mentioned, you know, Las Vegas is part of southern hemisphere of you know the U.S. So technically, we're we're the south. So when you put it in that way, uh, you can see that there are some trends there that we're we need to address.
1: Absolutely. Wow. So Andre, I'm curious about the stigma aspect and how we kind of overcome. Uh, some of the hesitancy around testing, around talking about the subject. Uh, this was probably 2017, maybe 2013 or 15 or 16, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in somewhere. that range.
3: Sometime so, some ago. It <laughs> yeah, it happened. And it,
1: it, I believe, Elisa, you were at Urban League, and yes. you had a dinner. And I actually wrote a play, well, a skit, like a 10-minute little skit about it. Yes. And what I did was I had a black female present with HIV, yes. which – Everyone was like, that's no way. Like, why, this is not the person we're expecting. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'm, I'm sharing that to say, I think we still have a lot of misconceptions yes, we do. around the issue. So, Andre, what have you found to be effective in kind of initiating the conversation and helping folks to just feel safe and comfortable um, in, in dealing with the subject? Uh,
3: talking about it,
0: mm-hmm.
3: having. Uh, radio hosts have the conversations about hiv and uh airway um helps uh normalize the conversation because uh, we want people to know that hiv is not the quote-unquote death sentence that it was in the 80s and 90s there's been a lot of medical advancements um, a lot has changed with uh, treatment so it's not what it Used to be. And once people get care, they stick with their care and and, um, medication adherence, then they can be undetectable. And so we just want people to be able to hear the information person to person on the radio, read up on things on the internet with the proper sources, and uh, just educate themselves again because HIV is not what um, you may think it is. And uh, those are things that are kind of help
1: reduce stigma yeah and and on the balance side of that as people do recognize that hiv is not a death sentence that treatment is actually fairly convenient at this point it's not you know 30 pills a day anymore how do you talk about it in a way where people still understand it's a serious diagnosis and they still have to take care of their health even though it's it's a chronic disease now yeah, that's
3: a a good point. So you still have to take care of yourself with any diagnosis you get, um whether it's a mild diagnosis of a cold or a flu to something like um, learning you're living with HIV. And so we want people to know that if you take your medication daily, that you can be undetectable in about six months. And if you are continuously taking your medication daily for another six months, you can be um, undetectable sustainably. Um,
0: Can you explain what that means?
3: So that means that your viral loads are suppressed to where HIV is no longer detected. Now, it's still in your body. It's still in your cells, um, but you won't be able to transmit it um, through sex. And so that's... Powerful. There's a huge investment in the treatment and that we need people to know. So if you get tested and you learn that you're living with HIV, get on your medication, stay on it because you can be undetectable. There's a campaign called You Equals You uh, mm-hmm. that talks about um, undetectable equals untransmittable. Yes. Or maybe it's the, the reverse, but nonetheless. Okay. No, that one. Okay. Okay, <laughs> good. okay.
0: And African-American women um, um, are disproportionately being affected within HIV in our communities. Do we have the numbers or stats on that
3: I don't have the nationwide? N- I don't have the numbers in front of me if I don't want to take up time scrolling. But um, women are about, I want to say, 30% of the total population living with HIV, and then a subset of that would be black, but black women are mostly impacted out of women, but it's mostly by heterosexual contact. And so we just have to make sure that everyone is needs to be aware that they can be impacted by HIV, regardless of their sexual orientation or gender identity. And so it's important to, um, as we say, know your status. And so we want to normalize also testing. So there was a bill that was passed In 2021, I believe, and and what it does is it requires health care physicians to ask people during intake if they want to get tested for HIV or or, uh, STI or sexually transmitted um, infection. Again, just to normalize, we're going to ask everybody. So just make it part of the normal routine of getting tested so uh, we can do some um, early Uh, diagnosis, if that's the case.
0: And the fact that we're in 2024 and HIV has been around since the 80s and we're just now having physicians start um, asking that question um, is amazing to me, right? It's it's sad honestly because so many people's lives could have been saved if we would have put that into um, prescription a lot earlier. Um, And with African American women having um, the highest rates, um, we have to do better with getting the information out by being on the radio and Being on TV and putting billboards up in our city. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and just to give those numbers so, black women account for 54% of new HIV infections in the U.S., Mm. and among black women, 91% of those infections were attributed to heterosexual
0: contact. Wow. Thank you for that, Will. Thanks for looking that up. We talked about that um, on February 1st when we had our dinner, and one of the um, things that Rachel Herber- Holbert from the Southern Nevada Health District said is that black women are homogenous. Um, we don't date outside of our race, um, and that's one of the reasons why black women are so affected by HIV um, due to the due to black men having HIV and also um men having sex with men which is in MSM um and so if black women are only sticking to their race and they're having sex with men that are having sex with other men but not telling them um then that is um contributing to our numbers so this is a informational session where we're just sharing the information for black women to know your status get tested um I am a HIV educator I tell people to get tested at least once yearly if you're not um overly active but if you you know if you're out there um and you have, you know, a couple boyfriends throughout the year. There's nothing wrong with that. Just get tested in between. Couple boyfriends in one year. <laughs> oh my! You never know what's going on. You're right. I mean, I, I've
1: been married for 21 years. So I don't know
0: nothing about that. You're only 21 yourself.
1: <laughs> well we are coming down the home stretch, and I I want to talk about love. It's February. It's, it's Black History Month. Where's the chocolate, Will? It's it's all the things. It's in the in the car. <laughs> that's, that's where the chocolate is. So what y'all got going on? I want Brianna. I want to talk start with you.
2: Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going out with some friends tonight. We're going to have yeah. a good time. Valentine's. And, uh, yeah. Uh, men and women. Okay. We're going to go see a okay. show and uh, enjoy the evening with show. Um, some couples. Um, we are going to uh, watch some dancing downtown okay. Okay. and uh, enjoy entertainment at with Las Vegas at its finest. Yes. Love that. Love that.
1: <laughs> Amina, I'm coming over to you. <laughs>
2: I have no idea, no more
0: than spending time with the family. Maybe um, my husband has something planned. He better. Uh, so, um, <laughs> but even even not um, gift exchange. I do know that we're gonna do that later. But you know we love every day. So oh, That's sweet. yeah, just another day. me, you need to mind your business. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm coming to you
1: last. <laughs>
3: Uh, we are going out to dinner we uh like everyone uh well, like with well, a lot of people, I should say uh our tradition is to go out to dinner, try a new restaurant, and um, yeah, so looking forward
1: to that beautiful, and Elisa,
0: I'm just gonna hang out with some girlfriends, do some good galantine's day, you know, mm-hmm. hang with my good girlfriends
1: beautiful well hey self love is love right what are
0: you doing will right well yeah we want to get in your business (laughs) my my
1: business is going to be at work tonight so we're celebrating this weekend
0: oh okay okay. Okay. yeah
1: so (laughs) but this has been a healthier tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in on power 88 i'm your host will rucker joined with my
0: co-host alisa howard I caught off guard. Always.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And as I always remind you, you are not just a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. And what you do matters. So live compassionately and have a happy Valentine's Day.
0: Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Thank you.